What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. The rest of the story. In 1835, there was the ultimate passenger vessel. She was the steamship Lexington, 205 feet long, 488 tons, billed as the fastest boat in the world, 16 miles an hour under ideal conditions, the Lexington. The route was Long Island Sound between New York City and Providence, Rhode Island. For four years, she outran all of her competition, and in 1839, builder owner Cornelius Vanderbilt sold her to the Boston and New York Transportation Company at a profit to himself of nearly $20,000. Vanderbilt's sale was well-timed, if unwittingly so, for on the evening of January 13, 1840, a fire broke out aboard the Lexington and she was two miles from shore. Only a handful survived, clinging to cotton bales in the icy waters. The rest, an estimated 136, either burned to death or drowned. Next day, New York newspapers shouted tragic headlines and sensational eyewitness accounts. But it was the New York Sun which published an extra three days after the Lexington disaster, and that edition is widely regarded as the first illustrated extra in the history of journalism. I say the first illustrated extra. It included seven columns of detailed description and a vivid lithograph, a print of a burning ship. Lithography, as you know, is a printing process. A lithographer uses a flat stone or a metal plate, parts of which have been treated to repel ink. Thereby, an elaborate drawing may be reproduced with photographic precision. Nate knew the lithography business very well, an apprentice lithographer at 15. At 21, Nate owned his own lithographic establishment in New York City. In subject matter, disaster was Nate's specialty. He satisfied the public's morbid curiosity much in the same way the yellow tabloids do today, by depicting the gutted remnants of hotel holocausts and various scenes of great destruction. Nate's big break, the print which catapulted him into national prominence, was his 1840 lithograph of the Lexington disaster. He was only 26 back then when the New York Sun ran his picture of the burning steamship in their extra edition coverage of the incident, the profits from that single awesome portrait enabled Nate to expand his business. Soon his name became synonymous with, with gory details, even after Jim joined the company. First as a bookkeeper and then a full partner, the artistic tradition of violence was upheld. And yet somehow you don't remember Nate and Jim as exploiters of tragedies. You remember the sunshine side of their lithographic career. When you think of Nate and Jim, you envision a gentle Americana. You think of a wistful blur of swirling snow and kittens and puppies and hearth and home and Christmas card settings of long ago. So let it be said of us all that future generations may smile to recall our friendlier deeds more than they will dwell on the gloom which seems sometimes to fascinate us. For if man were as pessimistic as he is frequently portrayed, 
We would remember the Lexington engulfed in flames. Instead, we remember a brighter yesterday, bequeathed to us by Nate and Jim, Nathaniel Courier, and James Merritt Ives. Courier and Ives. Only now you know the rest of the story. <laughs>